You are listening to As a Woman, Episode 95, Goals and Habits. Listen as we talk about setting goals and the habits you need to achieve them. Welcome to As a Woman, the podcast hosted by fertility physician, Dr. Natalie Crawford, to educate and empower women. Each week, learn about your health, your fertility, and how they relate to your true self. Become a part of the community, fostering collaboration over competition while learning how to authentically find your voice and amplify others as a woman. Hey friends, welcome back to the As A Woman podcast. So honored to have you here, especially in this time in our country when everything is just not quite as we would expect. I think everybody was really hoping that 2021 would bring a bright ray of sunshine and rainbows and butterflies. And the reality is the problems exposed in 2020 just continued to shine. I truly do believe that brighter days are ahead and that we are raising a generation of children who are watching what we've let the world become and vowing to make it different. It is up to us to stand up and be loud and stand up for each other, advocate for equality. I truly believe that anybody who has any influence of power whether you're a teacher or a physician or an influencer or a blogger or a lawyer or a mom or a parent or a dad or whatever, that you should be talking about hard conversations and inspiring the younger generation to stand up for what they believe in. I just want to say thank you to everybody who's been doing that on social media and goodbye to all the people who have been sharing hate my way and other people's way if they don't agree. But despite all of that, I really still wanted to come on and have us take a minute to think about this year, and not just this year, but our life, and the things we want to accomplish. Because if there was ever a year for excuses, I mean, 2020 was it. I have made my own, like, oh, there was this pandemic, and IVF got shut down, and we started a new practice, and the kids were homeschooling, and all of these reasons why it was okay to not achieve or accomplish things that I wanted to, or to not take care of myself, or put my own priorities on the back burner while I was working on serving so many other people's needs. And that's okay. Life is going to have moments of that. No matter what, I mean, hopefully, it will not always be a global pandemic, but life will always have moments of that. Moments of uncertainty and change where things are happening that we did not expect. And that is all okay. So I want you to let go of all of that guilt or self-blame and self-doubt that you have had in the past. And I really want you to look forward and think about what it is that you would really like to accomplish this year. Now, we probably all have multiple things that we want to accomplish, but I want you to think of one thing. And I've talked about goals before. I like setting goals because then you can set guidelines and you can make a plan. And oh, I'm I'm such an Enneagram one. You know, I love plans, check boxes, lists, please, please, please. So I think that it is really helpful for us not to just blindly go down the road because what we'll find is that suddenly we've achieved none of our goals because we just got so busy living in the day to day that we never took the moment to carve out whatever it was that was necessary to achieve that thing. And that's really what I want us to start thinking about. How do we set new intentions and new habits 
to get somewhere and not just to stay stagnant. And I know your goal can be in various different ways. And so let's start by thinking about what is your goal? It was about two years ago this week that I submitted an episode to Apple Podcasts called What Is Your Goal? My first episode for the As A Woman podcast. And I didn't know if you guys were going to like love it or hate it. I had no idea. But I talked about from a standpoint of trying to understand what it was that you really wanted because I found that so often we set goals that we think we should set or we live life in a way to meet other people's expectations. And there's just no space for that. This is your life, your life. And I want you to set a goal that matters to you. And if you are happy with how things are right now, that's amazing. Great. Congratulations. I'm so happy for you. I'm sure there is still more that I can ask you to look inside and think about what could be even better. If your wildest dreams came true, if you wrote the narrative to this next year, what would happen? And I challenge you if you say, nope, not nothing, nothing. I wouldn't do anything different. My life one year from now would look exactly like it would now. Really, really, I'm challenging you. And tell me, maybe I'm totally wrong here, but I don't think that's the point of life. I think we are supposed to evolve and grow. And not that we work ourselves to burnout or to exhaustion, and certainly that we carve out the moments to enjoy all the amazing things in the world. But I really want you to think about if you wrote this narrative, how would it go? You are writing the story of 2021 and what happens. Pick one of those things to be your goal. Now, the thing about goals is sometimes we set really vague goals like to get healthy. That's a really good goal. I mean, I'd love for you to be healthier. I'd love to be healthier myself. Like getting healthy is good. But how are you going to know if you achieved healthy? What does that really mean? And so I like goals that are measurable, that there's some way to know if you achieved it. So maybe getting healthy is going plant-based or lowering your cholesterol or losing weight or exercising five days a week or being able to bench press 100 pounds. I don't bench press. I don't even know if that's a lot to bench press or a little. Maybe Renee can tell me. But I want you to have some type of goal that we can say, yay, look, check the box. I achieved this. And if it's a very vague goal, you're not going to know if you've achieved it. You're not going to be able to celebrate that win and you're not going to be able to get to the other side of it because it's very easy to give up on abstract or vague goals. So in good old put myself out there fashion, I will use myself as the guinea pig. Even though, yes, I do want to get healthier and I'm trying really hard to cook more and exercise. My goal for 2021, if I'm going to pick one for this exercise, it is going to be to get the book signed with a publisher. So I want a book deal. That's the goal, okay? One, I've been talking about the book deal and working on the book for years. So now you know, that's not like a fast thing. Or maybe it is for some people, but that's not been a fast process for me. I've had a book proposal. I have floated around. I've had one agent who really wanted it to be completely different. Another one who said it was a conflict of interest with a gynecologist who she has signed who didn't like her representing me also. Whatever, that's the world. 
But I want to get the book to the book deal stage. I want a publisher to say, yes, the world needs this book. Because I've heard too often that the world doesn't need the fertility book and that nobody cares about learning about your fertility before you're struggling or fertility treatments. I call bogus, but that's not the point of this. The point of this is not to talk about me and my desire from a book deal. The point is to say that's a goal to get a book deal. Okay, so that's measurable. You, you either have the deal or you don't have the deal. So the goal is not just to write a book. It is an actual action step in the process of writing the book. That's what I want to achieve. And now a word from one of our sponsors, Apostrophe. With the temperatures starting to warm up, I'm so excited that summer is around the corner and getting ready and looking forward to the summer months. But I know that when I'm outside enjoying nature, I need to pick up supplies to prepare myself for summer adventures. And if you want to get your skin glowing in time for summer, it's time for you to get started with Apostrophe, who is sponsoring this episode. Apostrophe's goal is to help you feel confident in your own skin. So whether you're dealing with breakouts, signs of aging, or acne scarring, Apostrophe will help you love the skin you're in. I personally love that you get access to an expert dermatology team, a tailored treatment plan. It's simple to sign up for your first visit, and there is no in-person appointment or trip to the pharmacy needed. We have a special deal for our audience. Get your first visit for only $5 at apostrophe.com slash A-A-W when you use our code A-A-W. That's a savings of $15. This code is only available to our listeners. To get started, just go to apostrophe.com slash A-A-W and click get started. Then use the code A-A-W at sign up and you'll get your first visit for only $5. Thank you, Apostrophe, for sponsoring this episode. And now a word from one of our sponsors, Quince. The weather's getting warmer, so it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune. And luckily, I found Quince. Now I've got a lineup of timeless pieces that keep me looking effortlessly chic year after year. The best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands, but Quince partners directly with top factories, cutting out the cost of the middleman, passing the saving to us, and only working with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices. I personally cannot wait to wear my cute tan linen set this summer. So it's your turn to get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash A-A-W for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash A-A-W to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash A-A-W. Thank you, Quince. Okay, well, I can set that as a goal. I can write it, you know, on a piece of paper or tape and tape it to a champagne bottle and put it in the fridge and let it sit there and do nothing with it. And that's what a lot of us do with our goals. They are dreams. That's maybe the difference, right, in a dream and a goal. That's a dream, which is something we want to accomplish. A goal is something you are going to work for to accomplish. And so how are you going to make that happen? Those are the littler goals or the action steps, the action steps that you need to make it happen. Okay, so what is your goal for 2021 or what is a goal that we can work on together? I want you to identify it and I want it to be measurable. Then I want you to have three actionable steps that you need to do to accomplish the goal. So no matter what they are, your goal 
probably isn't mine or if we all want to write fertility books, I'm going to have a real hard time getting my book deal. But that's okay too. Maybe that's what it is. Everybody wants to write a book. But we need to think about the three three things that are going to help you accomplish that goal or three things that must happen for that goal to happen. So I'm going to say for the book deal example, number one, edit a book proposal. So I have a book proposal. I had no idea this was a step. I thought you would go and say, hey, I have this good idea for a book. It's X and somebody loves it. But really you write a proposal, which is this huge document. Mine's like 20 plus pages talking about you and your platform and who you are and why you want to write a book and what your book's going to be about. And then it's the outline for the book, all of the different chapters and what you're going to talk about in what section and a sample chapter of your writing. So I want to go back through and edit it because I'm in a different place of my life and my journey as a physician and educator, and I want to make sure it reflects who I am now. So number one, edit slash finalize book proposal. Number two, I want to find a book agent who I think really sees my vision. What has happened to me previously is I've been to pleaser e and I had an agent who was really interested and I was so excited and then she just kept wanting to change the vision for what it was and really what happened is she wanted a different book than what I wanted and so a book agent's going to go sell your book you want them on your team they need to see where you want to go but so that's a goal I need to find somebody who is going to represent the book well to help it get a book deal And then number three is I want to sign a book deal that I feel like is fair and representative for what the book should be and going to help market it and give it to the right people, get it in the right hands. I could self-publish this book and I may. I have really amazing friends who have self-published books and I'm not above that in any means. I just feel like if I can get traditional publishing and that's their expertise behind it, maybe that would help more. But let's take the example and break it down further. So those are three mini goals or action steps that I need to have happen to really sign the book deal. So what does that really mean in order to, one, write a book proposal? I need to set aside time to work on it. That's a habit. I need to make that a habit. How am I going to do that so that it's not burdensome because I'm already busy? I need to find time in the morning or in the evening or at lunch. What's lunch? But No matter what, I need to find time where I can get in that zone, find a good place to write. Is it on the weekend, during the week? I need to cultivate time. So that's going to be a habit. Carve out time and space so that I can put my energy and effort into the proposal. Number two, if I want to find an agent who I think really has the same vision, I need to start researching them. I need to find out who has covered books that are maybe similar or other health books or nonfiction books, somebody who will resonate with what I want to do. So that's going to take research. So in order to do that, I need to make sure that I'm researching, that I'm asking friends who have written book proposals and gotten book deals. You know, who is your agent? How did you find your agent? I need to learn more about that part of the process. So one of that, that part is going to be to dive in to setting aside research. This is all time, right? I need to set aside research time And I need to learn about the different agents who are out there. And then I need to send them my proposal, figure out how I query them. Is it email? Is it an online form? How do you go about that process? So I need to start working on finding an agent through that process. 
And then how do you know if you sign a fair deal? I need to learn what's appropriate, what's right compensation. I need to learn more about the process. So those are, you know, micro steps under the actions that are going to result in new habits that are going to make this goal more accomplishable. I'm talking way more about books than you probably care about if you never want to write a book or you never want to go down a traditional publishing avenue. But I'm using that and putting it out there because I have failed at this goal year after year. I have. I've always said this is something I want to do. I've worked on it a little bit, but not dedicated the time to it so that would make you feel like it was an actual priority to me. Because we have certain hours in the day and we set them to the things that are priorities to us. And am I saying that writing a book should be a higher priority than being with your children? No, of course not. Or taking care of your patients? No. But we all know that there's more time that we could probably carve out for ourselves that we spend doing other things. So the habit that I really need, so I have these three action steps, research, you know, send requests, write the proposal. They all really are going to require time. And how do you get more time if we all have the same hours in the day? You look at your life and you edit it. I bet you the number one thing that we all need when you make your action steps for your goal, the things you need to have happen, and you start looking at what do I need to do to get that action step done, time is going to be the number one requirement. Money may be a secondary one. But how do we get more time? Look at your life. Do an audit. Spend a few days and look at how you are spending your time. Look at your phone. Open it up right now and tell me how much time you spend on social media or watching the news. Oh gosh, this week's probably going to be a terrible example. But how much time are you giving to things that do not serve you, that are not helping your goals, that do not spark joy, that do not add to your life, but really are taking away from it? That's how you get more time. You say, I'm not going to check my social media when I get up in the morning. I'm going to get up and leave my phone by my bed and go work out for an hour or write on my book for an hour or do the laundry or meal prep for the day or clean the house. I don't care. I mean, whatever is important to you, study for your test, write the paper. I'm going to find that time because I'm not going to give it to something else that's not as important to me. I'm going to change my life or make things better or different. What about money? In the middle of this pandemic, we decided to quit a medical practice and open up our own private practice of Fora. I think everybody who listens knows that, which is amazing. I'm sitting here now, months and months later, finally got our first distribution. So we decided when we left there, we were not going to pay ourselves for six months. I mean, that's a really scary thought when you're the primary breadwinner for your house. My husband has a job, so it wasn't that we had no other money coming in. But suddenly we were losing a big chunk of the money that normally came into our house every month. So we looked at our finances. What can we cut out in order to make more money? Because this is a goal of mine. This is a priority. This is a dream that I want to make come true. Taking it from dream zone to goal zone. And luckily, Jason and the kids and everybody got on board. So we changed things. We went down to one car. We stopped having, you know, other, you know, we cleaned our own house. We did our own yard. We stopped eating out. We really started to, we didn't buy any new clothes for six months. So we really made changes to how our prior behaviors were. And we're very fortunate and nobody truly lost a job. And we knew I would be making income again. But 
we made that a priority. We wanted to be able to be in the position of making Fora happen. And in order to have that goal be achieved, I needed to not bring in a salary for six months. So we had to make financial changes. So I want you to look at your life and edit it. What do you need to make that happen? What new habits do you need? What changes do you have to make? What action steps do you need? And how do you start working toward that goal? Thanks for indulging me in all of my book talk. I do really believe that we will get the book a home this year. And I've set the goal for myself that if it hasn't happened by the end of the year, we will self-publish the book and that will be just fine. So I always love all of your support and I appreciate you letting me use my own vulnerability on something that I have failed to do in the past and I'm setting it as a goal now to talk you through what I'm doing and how I'm looking at things and what I want to happen next. As always, I really appreciate you guys so much. This podcast is coming up on two years and your support when I am vocal and giving my opinion and maybe pissing some people off really means a lot to me. I would love it if you would go over and check out the YouTube channel as it is growing. We have over 5,000 subscribers, which makes me really happy. It is a whole new medium for me over there on video, and I would love to have some of you guys come and check it out. It is Natalie Crawford, MD. As always, follow me on Instagram at Natalie Crawford, MD, and can't wait to hear more about your own goals this year. Thanks, friends. Hey guys, welcome to The Collective. I'm Brian Halfrich, a 26-year-old bioethics PhD student and clothing brand CEO. Welcome to my podcast where we talk all things health and wellness, navigating your 20s, and becoming the best version of yourself. So sit down, play that episode, and join The Collective.